A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Jeffrey Boycott here for the Daily Telegraph. Well, Australia polished England off to win by an innings and 14 runs. England were all out for 68. Yeah, I'll repeat it. 68 in 27.4 overs. You couldn't make it up. This Ashes series can't get any worse. All out 68 was bad. So bad. So depressing. Because a guy called Scotty Boland finished up with six wickets for seven runs. In only four overs. And you go, who the hell is he? With figures like that, you would think Australia had found a lethal express fast bowler to rival Jeff Thompson or Dennis Lilly. Not so. He is tall, strong, a good honest, fast medium seamer, no great pace or swing, just a decent trundler, no better than many in county cricket. Yet England, they got out to him. And England's batting was rubbish, really. It's now getting ridiculous. You can't understand how they get out. If they got out to Mitchell Stark with his left-arm thunderbolts or the world's best fast bowler, Pat Cummins, you could understand it. But six wickets for seven runs in four overs by an unknown, a young man who's 32, playing his first test match and his home ground in Melbourne, it's what you dream about. It's comic book stuff i got to say, well bold, young man, you've got to. Anybody who does that, fantastic. He'll live with that memory all his life. But we, England player that I am, talking to you, cricket lovers for England, you know, we're concerned about England. And England swapped Crawley and Bairstow for Burns and Pope, so there are no more batsmen to try. And we can make excuses for these defeats. England picked the wrong players, uh, he battered in Brisbane when he should have bowled and there's a lack of preparation because of rain, not enough practice matches, living in a bubble for a long time. All those are factors. They are. But surely you can't play so bad. We can't make that a total excuse. If you look at the way they got out, Hamid caught behind, hardly did anything. Well, you'd expect the ball to do something at test level. Jack Leach, Knight Watsman, well, he just played no shot. He just misread it. Zach Crawley, chest on, defending. Dawid Milan played back to a full-length ball, missed the LBW. Johnny Bairstow trapped on the back foot, LBW. It just held its line, went out a fraction, maybe. Joe Root driving through the offside, caught it slip. It's just a full delivery, and he nicked it. Mark Wood, well, by then you get into the tail. He just poked one back to the bowler, caught the ball. Ollie Robinson defended one, caught a gully. Jimmy Anderson bowled, well... He's number 11, you can't expect anything. Ben Stokes got a real good one. A fast nip-backer off Mitchell Stark that gated him. Good ball. England's batters are now shell-shocked. Some of their technique is poor. I've said this before and I'll keep on saying it. But there is no time for them to change it. They've still got two more test matches. And even when they go home, will they change it? Will they look at their dismissals? Will they look at their footwork? They've got all the coaching staff, backroom staff, but it doesn't seem to get any better. They're now mentally shot. They're gone. You're watching some of them bat. 
you just feel eventually they'll get themselves out. They'll miss a ball or not put their foot to the ball. England set out on this tour with hope. Lots of talk about playing for the Ashes, how important an Ashes series is. Uh, just at this moment, they are so demoralised that I bet they wish they had stayed at home rather than coming out to Australia. Because batting like this, they can't be happy. Many England cricket lovers too would wish they had, the team had stayed at home. England's bowlers did quite well. They created pressure, didn't let the Australians get away. There was some good discipline with the lines they bowled. And Jimmy Anderson, excellent. Four for 33 of 23 overs. That's top-notch stuff. Nobody's getting away from him. Mark Wood's pace added that extra wicket threat. But doesn't matter what I say about the bowling. It all comes down to batting. I keep on saying it and saying it. I'll keep on telling people, if you can't bat, you can't win test matches. Batsmen put you in a position to win and then bowlers take the wickets. After England were awful in the 215, was it, World Cup in Aussie, New Zealand, that's six years ago, we were awful. Can you remember that? Andrew Strauss was appointed and given the job to make England a good one-day team because the next World Cup was in England, 219. The planning and preparation worked. We won, so it must have done something right. Chris Will, Will Silverwood says he's been planning for two years for this Australia tour, but it hasn't worked. So maybe they need somebody above him. Maybe Silverwood goes, maybe Joe Root goes. But the ECB need to do the same for our test match cricket. Appoint someone above Silverwood and Root who says what has to be done for the next Ashes series, which is only a couple of years ago. Because quite honestly, the ECB, they have to take some responsibility. The English Cricket Board have taken their eye off the ball. They are so focused on one-day cricket, more and more one-day matches to make more and more money, that county cricket has been relegated to the beginning of the season and the end of our summer. And what, what most of us who love cricket, we know that the breeding ground to produce test match cricketers is our county game. And if you relegate it a secondary to white ball 2020, then this is what you'll get when you play Australia in Australia. You'll get walloped. And England were absolutely walloped.